those. Join us for an enlightening experience where you will gain a deeper understanding of the purpose and essence of opening your eyes. This is your chance to enhance self-awareness and personal growth with a shift in perception that provides a fresh outlook on life. Embrace the journey from consciousness to superconsciousness. Coming live by Barrett Cunyan. Well, it's uh, good to be here with this wonderful person called uh, Rick Juris. Don't think he needs a, an introduction, but uh, welcome, Rick. It's always a pleasure to be in your beautiful company. Um, it's, it's, it's great to see you. And if I just quickly add, um, I had the pleasure of uh, seeing you be, being interviewed with um, Todd Medina yesterday, and I uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, oh, thank you. So you probably you probably noticed we 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 haven't put a title um, to today's session. We you know usually people feel more comfortable in in you know trying to define which way this conversation is going to go. Um, I'm just as excited as you are. However, th there are a few things that you know if you're comfortable with. Um, I'd like to pick up from yesterday's um, interview. Things like the holographic technologies, um, talk about the fallen angels a little bit and first contact. And I'd like to bring a little bit of a flavor to do with this so-called new timeline that's being created from my perspective and possibly yours. And then, Absolutely. and the thing that you really touched on, which really got me really excited about is when you made this powerful statement yesterday about truth is not constant and it's something that's expanding and Absolutely. so i mean take it away brother i mean if if people need an introduction i mean we could if if time allows I, i'd like to touch a little bit on the global people's monetary system as well because how i really got to know you was through uh lee lee mudway and i've um whenever i'm hit in his company like yours I'm I'm certainly upping my game and my frequency. So, once again, I, I thoroughly want to, you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your service for for humanity. Thank you so much, Baird, and and from my heart, and likewise, you know, we're all a team upon the planet, and, and that is the reality of it, and. You know, as we go forward in what we call the ascension, this team, divine team upon the planet, I refer to perhaps as the ground crew, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, mm -hmm. and thus the ascension and uh, everything that we are doing to that effect. And again, you know, on the micro level, individually, uh, ones are doing their inner work and once that inner work is done uh, to an appreciable level uh, then it is reflected into the macro that changes the entire world so you know in its uh, construct it, it is uh, divinely ingenious it is brilliant and yeah. it is concrete meaning that 
there is, um, let's say for any individual, once they are called divinely at the soul level, uh, they cannot escape what we call their tests in their lessons and going through their inner work. Uh, you know, at any attempts to try to escape that on an individual basis, what occurs is that uh, they become inundated with more and more, uh, let's say, negativity, what they would look at it. But it's actually just tests uh, yeah. for them to master in understand and realize that they must change their inner ways and it has to begin with their intent which is inside to be uh you know reconciled in there to change your behavior so it's a purifying process is is a great way to say it you know and changing the whole uh human spectrum of emotion and eliminating the emotions that do not serve and uplift and you know like having great pity or sympathy these sort of things when you drop down they are not uplifting and and of course you know at the top of that spectrum is the fear in the anger that must go that aggression and animosity uh, towards others and you know, fundamentally and basically, when we look at some of the supporting beliefs and religions like Buddhism, Buddhism, if you will, yeah. you know, it, it, it supports one of the integral parts of one's inner works, at least. The one that I like is be kind, always be kind. And that is so important with that. Yeah, that that totally resonates with me, brother. And um, and to be in that space where um, where you are not taking sides, you know, and the temptation is always there, you know, good against evil, um, you know. Um, what's holding me in good stead is, like I said, the temptation's always there to say, yeah, they're the bad guys, you know, they're the good guys, and. Um, just to stay neutral, just to be balanced and and walk your path on 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 that kind of frequency if you if you like. Um, and I and I feel that's exactly where you're coming from, right? When you're energetically raising or you're leaving impressions, markers, and you you're lifting the, the energy, um, you you are working it. You know, it's, it's interesting to know how, how the mechanics and everything, it, it comes to, into fruition, how, how, how it all binds together to, uh, to create that uh, up, upliftment. Um, well, you know, in, in what I do as a, a divine one upon the planet is it's so essential and important to remain neutral in your evaluation and your assessment of what is occurring at any given time with any individual, but also one of my divine designations is an overseer of the ascension. So I also need to gauge periodically and look at everything uh, from the macro, universal, worldwide, if you will, uh, to see how events are advancing forward and what supports 
uh, overall the ascension, but also essentially, you know, the uh, the good, uh, the most harmonious reality for all, because that's really what this is all about. And, you know, the last couple to three years, uh, it's been allowed to occur upon the planet to also for this effect, you know, because people, if we just jump right down to, you know, ground level, People need to make choices right now. What's been occurring upon the planet is ridiculous. It's savage. It's uncivilized. So to keep it simple, humanity has to uh, raise out uh, of that, all of that misery and suffering and lack, which uh, there is no uh, need for it at all. It's no longer acceptable. It's unnecessary. And that is also, you know, what's occurring. And everyone is being prepared at the individual level. And as we go forward, they keep acclimatizing to higher levels of frequency and vibration. So when we have on the universal macro scale, macro scale, uh, the frequency being tuned higher and higher, uh, also, the individual has to go through that process to do this. And on the energetic level, this is why I say that ones cannot ignore doing that inner work and all that it entails with it. And uh, so you, you cannot refuse it. And, and with this, you know, ones think or, or they use it as part of their process or at some beginning point, I wish to say, they, they wish to say that you have free will, but they don't fully define what that is. And at the from the higher perspective, each one, I like to say, does not have that full free will they think they have. At the soul level, you have the free will when you look that you exist for all time because it was your free will that put you here upon the planet in this most amazing time with a purpose and a mission attached. So there is, a, on, the, on the larger scale, there is the deeper meaning of why everyone is here at this, you know, beautiful time. I call it the most auspicious, glorious time uh, upon the planet. You know, that, that is my perspective and, and comes from it because I know where we are going and for what I am there is no negative if you will and uh, everything has value with it so it depends upon the perspective of course yeah yeah I mean you, you, you said something really interesting yesterday um, to Todd about um, not having I'm talking from your pers perspective not having a desire to want to define what the end product is particularly going to look like, um, for, you know, the actual when we, we do the crossover. Um, but I take it that we won't have um, the, the level of manipulation and mind control systems that were, I choose the words carefully here, that were in, in place um, with all these holographic technologies, because I was one of the few that stood out from the crowd and very bravely, and um, I was ridiculed for a long time when I kind of said um, people laughed when I it didn't resonate the fact that anything 
uh, hit the, the Twin Towers and that the technologies that they have, they can make anything look so real. It's, it's, it's incredible, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so those, those kind of things, um, do you feel that when we talk about, you know, um, that these, these, uh, these so-called fallen angels that were in office, shall we say, do you feel that a lot of them have been removed, taken off grid completely now to another planet? Um, uh Either way, what I wish to say is most of them are removed, but also most of them are overpowered and controlled. They must comply with certain okay. uh, certain functions of the light, if you will. Right. Okay. So do you feel do you feel that they, they're going to up their game and become more angelic in in their in their no no no, no they cannot perhaps. You know, I'll expand on what's occurring upon the planet. In, in my reference, in my identity label on the fallen angels, what they actually are, if you will, is they are quarantined to a fourth dimensional space, okay. which means they are not multidimensional beings. Mm -hmm. We are, the human souls are, and yeah. upon the planet for intents and purposes with what I share, uh, there is about 6 billion human souls that have the ability to ascend and approximately 2 billion in the past. Uh, let's say fallen angels, minions, constructs of them, clones, what have you, that does not have the uh, creator spark within them in the ability to change the physical vessel to acclimatize to the higher frequencies. So having said that, we're taking humanity to the first echelon of, of a fifth dimensional state of being where uh, with the intent of the nefarious darkness cannot go and in line with what you are asking, for the remnants of darkness, this is what I call them, the uh, what is left upon the planet of the fallen angels. In reality, in linear time, their last chance at any reprieve or any redemption was 2015. And it's at that time with their intentions what they chose to do. It does not matter in the long run. They might try to throw little wrenches in there, uh, but it has no great effect for them. And everything is overseen on a divine perspective, meaning if they harm or kill anyone, uh, that one, as being a human soul, is guaranteed the ascension. And there are different things that occur with that on the soul-to-soul -soul basis. But to put, it, uh, to put it right out there bluntly with this, um, you know, one of the reasons why I wish to say we are back here on the planet, because we are, we are back from another time. Uh, we're back here to rectify things. And having said that, the darkness, what I, what I wish to say, and... Also, let's say some nefarious ETs 
they are also all quarantined. And it when this minute, rebellious um, remnants of darkness, when they attempt to do things, then there is divine intervention that oversees the whole thing. And, you know, let's say with this, what uh, in the last couple of years, you know, the attempt upon humanity, uh, it was very serious. And it could have been very serious had there not been divine intervention. And, you know, when, when uh, part of their plan began, you know, they propped it up with the fear of propaganda so it would have a mass effect instantly. But what was funny to watch with it early in the days of the rollout of that fear propaganda, they were not getting the results what they had anticipated to get. So then they began fooling with numbers and, and continuing yeah. with the fear agenda. But uh, they, in their desperation, they could not get the numbers. But during uh, attempting to support and justify what was happening with their fear propaganda, it become even more blatant, if you will, for the light. So it's uh, it, what I wish to say. Everything is divinely perfect as it is. And uh, it's all being overseen from a very high level, which includes... Uh, let's say I need to say the uh, the divine realms, uh, the benevolent galactic realms, and also us as boots on the ground divine team. Yeah, I mean, if we were to compare this civilization to the likes of, let's say, the time times of Lemuria or Atlantis, these. The divine plan that's in place at the moment, uh, in terms of what what's taking place, um, it's unprecedented, right? It, it's it's never been tried or tested. I mean, was there ever a doubt that something could go wrong? Uh, you know, like you were saying earlier, we came close to, um, you know, we were in it, under quite a bit of pressure, uh, but. Was there ever a doubt that this human humanity would would not rise above this um, situation? Uh, no, not for I. And also, you know, it's becoming very conspicuous or blatant that it was ensured that it did not occur. And when you look at all of the particles if you will, of this ascension and what every individual is doing, including you and, and I, we would not even be doing what we are doing if the remnants of darkness had any control or power. And, and as you're seeing the Great Awakening, uh, that is an, a great example in itself where the darkness has no power, you know, with all of their... AI and mind control and what have you. Yes, it is all very real. But yeah. it's also shown that our omnipotency, that we just keep squashing it, that it does not have any effect. And you can also say we are raising ours out of the confines of that mind control. Yeah. But it yeah. is, it was very real. Yes, mm -hmm. indeed. Mm -hmm. And it's it's interesting the way 
how you simplify it and and that's one of my um attributes if you like i do love to simplify things and and you put it so nicely yesterday with Todd reference to two or more gathered with the same common interests with you know the intention being of of the highest uh, purity and authenticity um it's 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 like you said you you can you can move mountains i mean it, it's 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 really really powerful um but yeah. it, 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 if if i can just bring bring our focus a little bit onto this um uh, topic of um first contact with reference to with extraterrestrial or or uh, benevolent beings whose interest is to help the ascension process um it's not like they they're going to have like they they're just gonna do you feel that they're just gonna appear at some point where humanity's raised their their game high enough frequency and they can cons consistently hold a particular frequency and they feel more comfortable to be present i mean are we talking about like if we were to define a period like let's say six months a year or is that a dangerous thing to to forecast because um how, how close are we in terms of um some kind of um contact and I, I i presume that a lot of people have had experiences because i'm in touch with people uh, and i'm bringing a lot a lot of these individuals like yourself to uh, to the premise of uh, being in this comfortable position of t having this incredible dialogue um do you want to expand a little bit on this um this title of first contact um can you see there being an open kind of connection yeah. you know what you touched on what is so important is mm -hmm. physics and energetics and right. uh the supporting energetics to allow for a full public contact if you will and overall universal well the planet's vibration needs to be raised uh to facilitate that and that's what we're doing currently you know what i wish to say is we're right on the threshold of that universal uh first contact once all the requirements are met and mm -hmm. one of these requirements is lifting the planet out of stress which yeah. we could look at GPMS later is the divine vehicle that does it. And, you know, when we look at the timing also of that vehicle, GPMS, coming to fruition, we're right on the doorstep of that. But that also coincides with the introduction of the higher galactic contacts and new technology being directly delivered delivered to the planet so we're right on that doorstep you know when you say six months or a year that perfectly resonates you know because that is how quickly this can occur and everything's been divinely orchestrated and arranged upon the planet for this but you know on a on the individual level over the years yes there's been um, much contact, if you will, with ones, but not only telepathically, you know, materially, and let's say what would look holographic-like, 
but it's not. It's sincere and genuine where it comes from uh, to be able to project into this density. Because again, what we're looking at is the benevolent galactics and light beings, uh, their energetic quality does not contain density what is here. So this is one of the reasons why they cannot be seen by all. You know, for example, I could go out, there could be five uh, huge galactic ships above me. I could see them. But if there's someone in density, if there's a crowd in density, they won't even see them. They won't even know they're there. And uh, But also, we generate uh, the contact field because we have a compatible field uh, as we do our purity and our inner work. Uh, what it does, it it makes a more compatible, higher frequency field that there is that contact on an individual basis, if you will. So uh, th we're very close at hand with that. There was another part I was going to speak about. Uh, but I just don't remember what that is, so I'll stop right there for now. Yeah, I was just going to add a little bit more flavor to that. Do you, do you also feel that um, our bodies are becoming less dense? Do you feel Absolutely. that? Yeah. Do you feel that we're because we're I holding know. the? Yeah. Um, mm. Is is there anything we can do to amplify that more? Can we become more? Like not necessarily speed the process up, but we, we want to do it in a, a natural rhythmic way. And um, but do you feel that do we need to do a particular exercise, or do you or cut out certain types of food, or ground ourselves more, hug more trees? I don't know. What do you, what what do you feel uh, could be a powerful tool? Uh, all, to, all of those and even more. It, it all pertains, yeah. And, and what occurs on the individual level, once they become aligned with at least knowing that there's something else than this world, uh, once they become aligned with that, it's they everyone, every soul has it in here. It's just not unlocked all of their memory. And everything is divinely timed with this ascension, if you will. So it means that anyone, what they need to do at any given time, that it organically, it automatically happens. And as they recognize more and more by following, uh, their, it's actually their soul prompts that are placed in reality by following that. And at first, seeing the confirmations and results and then instilling more of the belief and trust in that, then they excel in their uh, evolution, in their empowerment, uh, embodying process, embodiment process as well. And it's all regulated with uh, the overall divine ascending timeline. And this means that uh, I'll use myself for an example. You know, I, I can leave this reality at any time. My, my physical vessel is able to do it. However, I'm not allowed. I'm capped. 
because you look at we are locked in here uh, to serve this overall ascension mission. So if you look at I'm capped right up here, there's many other of us others of us that cannot as well so when you've done everything right and and you're doing the service to others when you've reached that level you see that you're kept here you know how to leave but you're not allowed and this is where such a thing like a soul contract comes into play and that we actually signed ourselves in here to do this now we're up here we have other comrades at many different levels that are going into their processes down here. So we cannot go above this. We are connected to them. So our other divine brothers and sisters, you know, we assist in whatever way. And we keep raising the bar, if you will, but all together. And, and this is also what's occurring. We do not need every soul of six billion souls upon the planet uh, to have embodied and empowered themselves uh, to the ability of the way showers, the vanguard, the divine vanguard. But what we do need is for them to step up enough in their energetic values out of the anchoring fear and dense acts and actions, then that suffices. Then what occurs, that puts all of the other human souls with their human experiences upon the planet into the safe, good place, out of the darkness. Then us, we go wherever we wish to go, multidimensionally. But uh, we cannot leave until the mission is done it's it's the truth of what i wish to say and I, I, at this point i wish to say i'm not speaking these things from off of the top of the head of, of a human consciousness uh, what i i need to say i'm in direct contact with prime creator thus i was given the mission the instructions what needed to be done uh, to facilitate this overall ascension now what occurs between it being the mission completed if you will when we are actually free because our mission's done we signed ourselves in there between here and there there are so many variables that i yes. don't consciously have however when some of these variables come up they're like pieces of the puzzle that we all put together, it's designed for all of us, including you, have pieces of the puzzle. When we come together, we construct the conscious knowledge also for the next energetic level in this ascension. It's like a, a um, video game, if you will. There's levels of it, and, and that is very true. And that analogy is what's occurring. However, with this, one cannot go, uh, you know, until the others are ready to go step up. So this is what's occurring. And this is, I speak openly about it. And uh, if I was to speak from a Rick consciousness again, I would not be doing any of this, what I'm doing. It's that there is the absolute complete trust the complete knowing what is occurring 
And uh, it's, it's because of that, because I know why I am here fully to do this, that there is this complete conviction and remaining adamant in uh, the most direct goal to facilitate what we're here to do. Yeah, that's divinely said. Um, what you were saying earlier as well uh, about less stress, um, I feel that the most stressful thing is at the moment is how do we pay um, our bills? Because with the rate of inflation the way it's going, it's, it's getting a bit ridiculous. Tell me about the global people's monetary system, because could that be the cherry on the icing in as far as alleviating people um, to become more free, more sovereign, more energized? I mean, these are just words I'm throwing, but how would you define the, the global people's monetary system? What, what can it do? What would it actually release them from? Um, with the, you know, do you want to just add a, something to that? Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, again, GPMS is a divine vehicle. It's a divine instrument to facilitate the ascension. And the most important way that it does that, it alleviates and eradicates all planetary stress that was caused due to an actual nefarious intent through the use of money and laws to create disharmony and, and fear, the, the whole package. So having said this, um, and what was your... So with GPMS, what it does is this gives everyone upon the planet they don't even need to be awake to recognize what it does for them. So in its simplicity, it is we're, what we are doing is gathering the agreements of every individual worldwide to come together to create one huge agreement which ratifies the majority upon the planet with their full ability to enact the new law for the planet which we keep it simple the new law is the way that money is um, created and distributed equally so we're looking at an egalitarian world with this but it's see also jumping back a little bit what occurred in the last more notably last 2000 years the intrinsic value of every individual was actually stolen and, mm. and placed on an outside resource like gold, precious metals, or what have you. So it was taken outside of them. So, uh, And it was done intentionally to rob them of their worth and their value and make them dependent upon a system a capitalistic monetary system that someone that only a few controlled. So what GPMS does, it activates the intrinsic value of every individual and their unlimited worth. So when all comes together with that, there is no limit to the amount of money that can be created. 
and utilized as the most advancing tool for humanity. And during the course of doing this, what it does, it eradicates instantly all of the fear and stress that's been generated by so many worldwide, and poof, you have this instant paradigm shift. We're all, it's already happening with GPMS, so you're purifying the planetary energy as well. And, and uh, so again, you know, no longer is that savagery, uh, inhumane things and inflicted hardship by the supposed representatives of the people, the governments, like, you know, it's really, it's common sense. Uh, if, let's say, the governments worldwide, if there are actually representatives for the people, are, are the people, did the people put them in there to inflict hardship and harm and misery upon them? No, no. So it becomes so obvious that they did have an ulterior agenda you know, a nefarious motive. But it doesn't matter what they did because they are less than 1%. So yeah. what we are doing with uh, 99% of humanity, come on, let's all come together. We'll do this in the most logical way. Everyone knows how a vote works. You know how the majority works when we come together. And we don't want to speak about any individual country uh, elections with that because we know that whole political process was rigged and what have you. But with this, we have a worldwide agreement with the majority of the people to take control of all of the infrastructure upon the planet that all of humanity contributed to and do the right things. So we actually, GPMS actually flipped the tables on the old money makers, if you will. And what we are doing <clears throat> is bringing humanity all together to agree on this flipping of the tables. Then we advance humanity very rapidly forward to the place where they don't need money at all. Because once we have the implementation of GPMS, there is no more suffering upon the planet. There is no more poverty. There is no more financial insecurity. Everyone is absolutely secure. So what happens shortly after, everyone becomes to realize, what are we even using money for? We do not need it. We are a universal worldwide community that is sharing and we own everything. There is nothing to fight about anymore. So you don't have any crime rates and what have you. But also by raising uh, the energetics of the planet, you also have raised up in uh, the dimensional quotient that now the wall is absolutely thin or even penetrated into the next uh, dimension and multiverses. And this is where your benevolent con ET contact is. And that is the fifth dimensional state in space. In the fourth dimensional state in space is where you had have your nefarious uh, ETs, if you will. But they are only fourth dimensional. They could only travel interspace. 
interstellar, if you will. They could not breach the confines of the dimensional fold that leads into fifth dimension. And one of the reasons it takes the purity on the energetic level, the purity of the density, which they could not even do that to be able to leave it. So over time with Lemuria and Atlantis and whatever you have, in the third dimensional space is actually where that occurred. You had, um, in those times, and we have been part of it, so what you had in those times was, yes, a nefarious infiltration, but interstellarly between the fourth and the third dimension coming to the planet. And, you know, you had, let's say, various catastrophes in, in the past. But again, jumping back, we are in unprecedented times uh, with the human uh, evolution and the experience of it and internally uh, all of the human souls are evolving internally at a, at a very rapid pace and with this comes uh, the body makeup and it is very true going from a carbon-based organism which is a, a dense blanketing to a crystalline based organism and this has already been proven in some of your scientific and doctrines and medical doctrines, if you will, how the crystalline component has been uh, at least identified within the plasma of the blood. So this shows you it's a real thing. It's not fictional. And all of the metaphysics, what we have spoken about, but, you know, for years is being accredited now by the science so there is no disputing or refuting what we are saying and you know where everything is transitioning so quick upon the planet uh, the scientific field they have no choice but to go into what we say at any given time uh, you know do their evaluation of it but they have to support it and, you know, some of the beauty of this recently with the scientific field is that, you know, they cannot exclude the factor of, uh, let's say, a divine being or a higher consciousness that is also having effect on things. They cannot do that. And, you know, they looked for the God particle, if you will. And very quickly, CERN was shut down because they cannot interfere at that lowest level with creation. That is a violation of universal law. Um, if I may throw this question, when, when, when was it um, switched off? Was it? Well, it's, been it's been switched off and assured a couple times that they could not go in to right. those experiments. Now, what they did do, what they attempted, Oh, you're back now. You cut out for a moment. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but good to be back again. <laughs> yeah, so... Go ahead. Yeah. 
No, I was, I, I was going to also say about um, when we talk about um, AI, artificial intelligence, compared to the biological computer, it doesn't come close, does it really? But no, no, there is no competition because you need to look at where this AI uh, originated from, and it could not come from anything above the fourth dimensional space. So that means, again, where we are multidimensional, that we can go to many dimensions above 48th dimension. Uh, that means also we have all the codes and the keys that very quickly overpowers any uh, sub fourth or third uh, dimensional AI as well. And during the course of that, you know, this is also some of the deeper divine work uh, that I and Femka and other teams uh, energetically do upon the planet. It's an actual uh, real thing. And, you know, over the course of the last decade or, t or so, that incrementally I'm divinely instructed on, you know, what I or Femke and I, what we must do at any given time. But what I need to say, we are not the only ones. There's many groups and many individuals that are called, you know, by their connection with source to do certain th energetic things at certain times. So again, this is the huge ground crew that every one of us contributes in some way. And when we're called uh, to do some activations or energetic work, it, you know, it, it's very real and it's all part uh, to uh, complete the whole and to converge when we get this done. And what I'm seeing now uh, in my experience is that uh, more recently, individuals and other groups that have been working uh, congruently uh, on things that we have as well, we are uniting and, and coming together. And this is also indicative of this great uh, time of unity and uh, advancing, you know, the, the levels and, and seeing more of how really true that it is. And... And with this, before I stop, I'd like to add that when found, uh, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we're back. <clears throat> so what occurred, what was documented by the the science field was my and Femke's presence in Croatia actually had an atmospheric effect in that area. So uh, I was very grateful to see them recognizing the actual energetic effects, you know, that could occur with that. So it, it's also documenting and uh, it, it's testimony again that the metaphysics, what we speak about, is very real. And, and that they are paying attention, which I love, because you look at the scientific field as well as being a, a pair 
and an information for the rest. So it, it assists in alleviating the doubt as well. When others look, they'll say, okay, a scientist said this, so you know, I'm, I'm going to start looking at this or also believe it because, you know, they are uh, accredited, they are credit accreditating it to be so as well so it establishes these higher truths into the reality and as we said you know about the truths that's why one needs to remain neutral because as we advance levels of reality uh, physics changes and, and truth is on a frequency of truth is uh, physics is on a frequency of certain truths, so it must change as we go more into that unknown. For if it was to stay the same, it would keep everyone confined in a certain space. So in this time of ascension, the breakthroughs and the conscious knowledge has to be garnered and integrated throughout uh, the collective consciousness upon the planet to facilitate moving forward in consciousness, knowledge, and also proofing it, if you will, as we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, coming back to this uh, area of the, the cosmic energy, because the, the body needs, and from my own personal practices, um, when I'm getting, if you like, certain downloads, um, you you are finding you you're putting yourself in in, in a position where you your 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 energy is flowing in a certain way because where i'm going with this is um i i think i spoke to lee about this um that i think there's a rotational field of the planet and for eons it was rotating in a certain way and this rotation is going to stop or it has already stopped and it's going to go clockwise or something like that. And, and that's when we'll see things really uh, unveiling itself. Um, have you picked up anything on this at all? Um, it's a bit like the way the Kundalini energy works within us, within our spine with that, because we've got an antenna. So, so has the planet and, um, can you add anything to that or um absolutely yeah these are some of the things that we are currently working with on a higher divine energetic level here and uh having said that yes you are correct uh, energy in motion has certain effects with its rotation of spin uh if you look at the smallest part of it but also, if you look at the micro and the macro, it, it is important with spin. And with this, let's say the core of the planet, if you will, you know, that's been documented. And this is true that it is slowing down because it's preparing for the opposite spin. And, and the rotation of spin, What I to keep it simple for ones, is that when you have a... Uh, a certain it, it becomes tricky because you cannot apply fully yet uh, 
the counterclockwise and the clockwise motions because we are still in progress of changing the direction of motion. But having said this in the least, when you affect one thing in the universe, like the spin and the motion of the uh, dominant wave of energy, everything else is affected right down to us and our connection, these physical ves vessels in connection to the planet. So it's all inclusive and everything needs to be recalibrated and uh, acclimatized to the new reality and you know perhaps one best way to envision this is that um, to create upper dimensional flow and shift that um, let's say it's like the Archimedes um, like a screw and that spiral effect that there is such a thing that an upward um, an upward, let's put it, clockwork opens, is an open spiral that takes you up through the dimensional layers, while the reverse, when you look down on it, will take you down to implosion. This is one of the analogies uh, I used to use. So if we look at it like this, we are currently on this upward spiral, spiral entering unknown dimensional space. But if we were to go down, it just implodes upon itself, really, and it's nothing uh, with that. So having said this, as we go into higher dimensional space, everything in this galaxy has to be changed to uh, acclimatize to a higher vibrational dimensional space the physics of a fourth dimensional space does not apply in a fifth dimensional space there is the difference and the difference mainly being space and time it is not constant as well and the higher we go into the dimensions uh, the more that um, you know this and also, you're taking these physical vessels and we're taking the entire planet into a place where space and time is actually not um, constant. So everything has to be compensated here to acclimatize to that. And, uh, you know, when we look at each human soul as a, as a coal as a co-creator, this is also why everything within you has to be purified to acclimatize as well to this higher reality because we're shaking off all of the density. It does not exist up there, and we cannot go up there with density in the higher dimension. So it's divinely assured that that is taken off here now then whew, we go into that, if you will, if that answered what you were asking. Yeah, uh, for sure. And uh, I was just saying, like, you know, when we were talking earlier about, um, you know, certain tools that uh, people can use in order to enhance, uh, not necessarily speed it up, but to, well, you know, to kind of like put yourself in the position where you can, 
you can feel the impact, the deep impact, and you feel lighter in, in yourself. And like you said, you're unblocking your within your meridians, whether it's an emotional one or it's a mental or spiritual, so that everything is, if you like, the chi energy is 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 flowing um, on all levels, really, because you you could be doing okay on this level, but then you you you, you know you've got you got blockages over there so it's it's got to work in a synchronized way i i guess well uh, indeed, one of the simple ways i like to keep it like <clears throat> let's say you've mastered this level you raise up now you hit some more blockages well you know with the tools it, the best way to look at anything for anyone when you reach what you think are blockages they're not actually blockages. Look at everything as a test and look at you once you are open to it. You have all of the solutions inside of you how to master these tests. So they are not, don't look at them as hindrances or obstacles in your path. You just look at it as a test. So you change your perspective. You don't go into the old uh, adrenaline fear-based actions and reactions and panic and being frantic and all of this. You have to take that moment and, and just assess and analyze the situation. That's so you yeah, very. I, I love that because... There is a, a fine line between judgment and making an assessment. I'm assessing sometimes situations whereby, yeah, I do a little bit, a bit of judgment because every action has a reaction, and people can get triggered very, very easily. And as the saying goes, people often condemn what they don't understand. So if you're resonating at a certain high frequency, you don't even have to exchange words. Just your presence can throw people off balance at times. You know, you know, maybe it's the way you smile or you don't smile, or, you know. Uh, Absolutely. And, 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 you know, this is an explicit display of the power of one and what you're generating, what you're projecting outward. And to go back to the essentials and the basics, that's why it's so important to be kind and smile. Because you are affecting the reality with that when you're out there. And every, not only are you affecting every individual you come into contact with, you're also affecting your reality at uplifting it. You know, for example, you can go for a walk. And if you're in high vibration, I love like Femka, when she goes for walks, she's in another dimensional realm because of that and uh and and what she does her effects on reality i'm one of her witnesses to sit back and she'll walk maybe for miles and if i look over where she's at i'll see the sky turning pink you know because of her great love and her great prowess and her divine connection you know it's affecting reality extensively and, and, you know, I'm so grateful to be a witness of that in, in doing it. And, uh, you know, Lee and I, and also Femka, we had a great discussion, conversation earlier today, you know, on, on some of this 
what you're speaking about now and with uh, Lee, his intellect and well, you know as well, it's absolutely impressive and he is I'd say one of the greatest teachers that I've seen upon the planet, the way he's able to articulate and, and flow with it, it's absolutely um, amazing and impressive for I, uh, the way that I work, it's things come in the consciousness, but they go quick as well, because with my divine role, I need to be in the now moment and accommodate, but also I cannot have such an accumulation um, of knowledge at any given time of, let's say, knowledge of things but no, I'll just say knowledge of uh, things of this world. Uh, but Lee has it, and I love that. He's like a photographic uh, library in, in memory. So when I need yes. assistance, I, I call on Lee, and he has it. it. He hasn't, I don't believe, ever any, and I've asked him many times, he always has an answer, and that's what I love. Yeah, and I'm, I I. Yeah, I reached out to him today and uh, he said possibly Friday we might be able to do an interview. Uh, and and um, here's, here's another thing, if I may throw this, if, if time allows. I mean, we're, we're not restricted to how long uh, we past the hour at the moment. But um, reference to a zero-point energy, How? what is zero-point energy for Rick Jewers, what, what I've got my version, I've got a way of defining what my interpretation of a zero point field is. We can compare notes, of course, but what, what, what is your understanding about what is a zero point field or energy? What exactly is it? Hmm, thank you. For, for I, I have several levels of a zero point, if you will. So yeah. the most basic zero point would be the neutrality, be in the now moment. And, and, and what that entails and involves is excluding any energetic attachment or memory to the outside. Place yourself right in the now and evaluate uh, your situation, or you don't even need to do any analysis or evaluation, just be just be in the moment in the now so that is you know upon the planet if you will a zero point space now as we go up the scale in different uh different or variations of zero point you know when we look at just uh uh, before we enter uh, sleep and, and going into the theta, theta state, if you will, what they call it. Uh, but also that there is that void zero point that is create, created there when you go, and that's with the consciousness transitioning. But there is also, you know, Femka, uh, with her description uh, of uh, the zero point, it is, she goes in a place where she is one, with all uh, creation. There is no distinction between her and everything else. Everything just is, and she is a part of that. And also there are, when I need to divinely 
and, and it's not so very often I will go in there when I'm divinely instructed to do it as well. But to share with this, um, that space is, there is also beyond that space. There is the other space where uh, for I, just sharing individually, I, I'm not allowed to go uh, yet. And that is the other space. But uh, so zero point uh, for I, you know, that that is the way that I view it. But uh, you can have, uh, again, many applications. One of the other applications as well, if you look at uh, zero point, uh, I would also attach zero point um, to when the planet is in the very near future ascended to the fifth dimensional state of being as well. And, and we're going towards that now with the planet. So I also, when we hit that spot, uh, the I won't even call it an apex, but when we hit that level, that is also a zero point because everything changes as well instantly. But it becomes tricky with defining the exact timing of a zero point because really we are in a huge zero point process as we speak and we are going through it. And when some uses the analogy of a solar flash and everything is instantly changed, I, I like to say we're in a solar flash now because there is no time and space it's only how you evaluate what is occurring in a linear time from this dimensional space but we're actually in a prolonged flash that began in the linear year 2012 between november 18th and 23rd of 2012 was when uh this entire planet and all of its inhabitants was lifted from a three-dimensional space into the fourth-dimensional space. And this had very important divine implications because without that transitioning back then uh, from the third-dimensional to the fourth-dimensional space and access to all those energetic attributes, uh, you would not have had the ascension to this point today and very simply what you had before with the 3d planet you had let's say black magic nefarious ets and all of that they were operating from a fourth dimensional space implying that upon a third dimensional human experience so it was no contest that's why they were able to uh, mind control everyone and keep everyone in a place of complete control so the field was leveled divinely in 2012 where the planet was put in the equal uh, the entire planet put in the fourth dimensional space and then all of the empaths as well began to be able to use if you look before uh, from the fourth dimensional space the darkness was using the black magic 
Well, now what you had was the whole planet up in the pure ones that would connect with the white magic were now empowered. So then what occurred is, and this is where you come up with what they call the spiritual battle that is ongoing upon the planet. And, uh, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, but what has occurred as well is that, you know, the, the playing field uh, has been made fair with this uh, to facilitate and, and play out the rest of this to take humanity out of the confines of hell if you will, wish. So it's all divinely orchestrated and uh, the end game, which is the beginning for all of humanity in a new paradigm, it's all set in stone. There is no disruption with it. And going back to what you asked earlier in the show, that's why there is no doubt, no fear, only the conviction, because I do know the full plan Um let's say the ending, not all the details. Yeah. Uh, and, and I share that openly. And, and it does not, it does not reserve I from speaking that truth because this truth also needs to be speak spoken upon the planet. And I do not refrain from this. The only time I refrain from saying something like this is if I'm told directly from prime director, or prime creator, no, don't do that, you know. And so I, I speak at liberty, and it, and it's assured with what I say. And anything I ever say, I can always. There is, I, I never need to defend what I say or or my actions. I never need to, but I can if I wish to. That's beautifully put, uh, brother. And that's the same for everyone. No one needs to defend. You know, once you're in your heart space, you're always acting from your heart, meaning, you know, from the highest perspective, you're never doing anything wrong. You know, it, it's a, a tedious and very intricate and meticulous journey. And, but everyone gets through it. And, you know, we have let's say, divine comrades that get disheveled to the side for a little bit. They got to go through their experiences and 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 get it done. And, and we recognize that. And, mm. and I, them, we have a few very beautiful divine comrades that are ascending, but uh, it's divinely orchestrated that sometimes they get disconnected from us. And it, without going into too much, it, uh, detail it makes perfect sense as well why this occurs but the thing is we're always here all of us to assist ones when they are open to it but there's also times we have to let them go uh, into their experiences because it's during the course of their experiences that when they begin to come out of it, they get the confirmations that instill the trust. For us being teachers, we can speak it all day, but it's only superficial usually. It's through the experience that instills the truth of it and the confirmation. So, 
you know, this is one of the first things Father told I here. He said, what you're dealing with is for the most part, humans have to see, uh, to believe, and they have to experience it. And, but having said that, by also as a conscious creator, by speaking the truth out, we are constantly seeding the timelines because we have that energetic creation effect uh, to begin to also uh, create the space where ones go into their experiences to get it done. And, and I am one that does that. So we, uh, and as you said before, we assess, you know, you might look at it as a judgment, but it's also, it's an evaluation and an assessment. And if you want to look simply at the definition of judgment, like I said last night, you're always judging every experience, good or bad, but you have the choice of how you wish to judge, evaluate, or assess things. But you also have to be truthful. This is very important. You cannot say that, let's say, that uh, one that is acts, acting very uh, demeaning, uh, very vile, uh, very evil, you cannot say that that is a good thing. Because the moment that you would say that, you're condoning that behavior and allowing it to be in existence by recognizing it and saying, oh, it's a beautiful thing. So as we go forward, we don't want those unnecessary negative evil things in this reality we're creating. So there is that discernment. There is that judgment, the wise judgment. And this is even... It is written in the Gnostics and in the Bible where, you know, on one hand, Jesus says, you know, do not judge. That's some of the basics. But you need to look at the context in which that is written. For in the Bible, without quoting, uh, it may be in Matthew, where it's important to judge that chronological liar. But you're not judging them. They have judged themselves by their actions. And it becomes your moral obligation and duty to uh, speak that truth, what they have already judged themselves. It cannot; it's not acceptable, and it cannot go forward. And during the course of this, ones need to speak their truth with us. It's part of the revelations and, and all of the disclosure and exposing because these things are no longer acceptable in this reality. And in all the due process and course of that, it is occurring. And it, it, it's inescapable even by the individual. Sure, they might have told a lie in the past, but it comes a time when they're unable to lie again as well it's part of the process but it's also separating the wheat from the shaft if you will and and that needs to be done and you you have ones that say it's no step So you have one saying we are all one, that there is no separation between the darkness and the good. No, that is not true. If you keep that darkness in your reality, 
and everything what they stand for and what they represent, you're always going to have that suffering, that misery, and all of this. It cannot go forward. So each one has the choice to understand that there is an actual nefarious evil that cannot go forward. If there was not, we would not even be going through all that we are going through with the inner work in this ascension process. You just snap your fingers and it'd be done for the very reason there are teachers upon the planet and divine way showers. This tells you that it also needs to be done and that there is an actual thing that cannot go forward. For if that was allowed to go forward, you would not be doing your inner work and your purification process to acclimatize and to ascend. And one thing is true is that purity is the way, but also the service to others. At the early levels, you, you come to find out you are selfish in the beginning because you need to be to go in to do that inner work. But then there, that is the selfishness, but it's a good selfishness. But once you have that done, it's necessary. Then you come to realize when you are complete, you are still on this planet. And this tells you then that you have to do something. It is your divine incentive to change this world. So you're equipped divinely with that. And you begin, let's say, to change it and affect the world and this is where we're currently at it's not about us it is about the planet we have like us divine ones uh over four million upon the planet as i said it's not about us we can leave when the mission is done but it is about us as well because you cannot escape your divine mission in your divine work and, and that is divinely insured as well. And to keep it simple, something terribly went wrong here. And we are the ones that come back to correct it now. And, and it is an absolute purpose, a mission, and a reason that we are here. Yeah, that's, that's for sure, brother. I mean, it's uh, very well uh, put. Um, what? I mean, what I tend to do is, you know, um, I try to stay at that point of being an observer of, of a situation and, and do my best not to take it personally. And if I am to get triggered, uh, which is far and few between now, um, but I'm not quite at the mastery level, but I'm, I'm getting there slow but sure, um, I view upon that individual that's triggering me as, as, as my teacher, because that individual is highlighting an aspect of me that needs attention, that needs, it's a bit hollow and it needs to grow. And, and so that's the way I, I operate. And I have removed my mask, and I don't mean the mask that, you know, with the COVID thing, I, you know, just not having to put a a fictional, the one that we were indoctrinated. So you remove that. Mm -hmm. And I have a tendency, I will put a mirror in front of me so that people have the ability to see themselves. And whatever demons or shadow work that you haven't quite cleared, 
yeah, I mean, I will be on the firing line because I'm holding the mirror. But you, you know, not taking it personally and the best way, what, the way you've described it in terms of like to neutralize it is to smile, to laugh. There's so many things that one can do to, 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 to raise the frequency. And, and it's, from my perspective, it, it's, it's holding me in good stead. And that's the sort of tools I would, I would share among our brothers and sisters out there who are listening into this as well. Uh, because the temptation is always there to, to get angry, to get upset, to lash out. But there is a choice with that. And this is where the embodiment comes in with integrating and let's say also employing that choice in all of your actions. This is the embodiment. So when we look at tools, it's very important that um, superficially you can act out of these tools, but you need to be consistent with them. And the only way to do that is to have it embodied, that your whole nature and your character is always coming from generated being generated from that place of embodiment that it is ingrained in your entire character in your actions and reactions this is the embodiment it is not enough to have it just in the consciousness and only use it when you feel to use it that does not suffice the inner work it has to be integrated fully that you're always acting in that manner, in that way. Now, you touched on a very beautiful thing when, um, you know, when you said you're able to be activated or triggered and you look at it as being a mirror. One thing, there is, you know, another level above that, what occurs. All of us are empathic to the certain degrees that we are and also designated with our divine roles at any given time that keeps changing as we go up, I will say. But when you look at the most simplest concept of Christ being a pain taker, now, now what does that really entail? What does that mean? Well, what this means with the Christ being, uh, and we look at, we, we take these um, metaphorical applications and we need to use these at times because mm -hmm. they, they have been put there for a reason. So these important snippets, if you will, that does resonate and that has survived time, they do have pertinence and, and there is instruction and guidance with them. Even though we look at the Bible has been manipulated and changed, there are still trinkets of value that are in there. And when one is a raise their purity, it becomes more easier for them to discern what applies at what level. Now, there comes the time when one has done sufficient inner work, embodiment, and this doesn't mean they have to have it all done because there are layers that are constantly coming off as we go higher. But once one has embodied that kindness in that mannerism and that selflessness within yeah. them, and they're expliciting that outward, 
what occurs when they come in, when they're a powerful empath and in their full moral and ethic values, when they come into contact with another, let's say that may be uh, a little lesser that is going through their process, there is an exchange of energy that comes. So what occurs then when, let's say, a master to whatever degree, we're all really masters and it just depends on, you know, what you divine purpose you're facilitating at any time. But with this, when you come into contact with another, and I know this because I am a master, but this occurs with little tricky, what you would say, triggers. And, and I'm a master with this, yet there are things that will come that is from another, but it's during the process of transmuting this. This is where Christ being the pain taker is. There is that energetic exchange what comes. So what I wish to say for any individual watching this, do not question yourself. You need to be knowledgeable that you are an incredible empath and when you are giving a bit of light to someone, they may throw something negative at you. And at that point, it's not necessarily that it's triggering, activating something within you. You need to recognize that. Stop, look at what it is. And if you're able to say, I already mastered that, that where did this come from? It, it did not come from within. So then you identify that it came from another and you do your applicable energetic uh, work and applications, what you need to do to eradicate that. So if, if you have it within the most way is to go into you know, go into your higher consciousness, use whatever tools you have at your disposal, and quickly disperse and transmute it. It doesn't serve. So, uh, you know, simply, ones need to be conscientious that what you're looking at is triggers and activation of yourself once you reach such a level. That's not what's occurring. You're taking that from another, and as a divine being you're responsible to get that transmuted and don't mirror it back the buck stops here when you feel an activation or a trigger you need to use your divine responsibility to stop that and don't let it bounce back and forth and proliferate and get out of proportion this is another important thing for all empaths uh, to know what to do and, of course, you have your choice how you wish to act or react on what you're saying is a trigger. And the patience and taking a moment to really look at the situation is invaluable to very quickly transmuting and eradicating any of these dense properties. And also, by doing that, not reacting um, by being triggered as well. By doing this, you're being a peer and example to the other. They may not, you may think they don't see it in the moment, but later on, it's a powerful divine seed that it is planted in their consciousness. And, and they'll stop and reflect on that. And they'll say, you know, why, why didn't that person 
act out of anger, you know. They should have, and they didn't, you know, as an example. And mm -hmm. I love to use Femke's thing here. Uh, very quickly, a short story where there was a, a parent in, in the schoolyard, if you will, if I get this right. Uh, he was very angry in, in the schoolyard, but uh, Femke went up to him, and to keep it short, she just said, you need a hug or what have you. And this occurred before I met Femke. And, but he was very angry, and just by her saying that, uh, he changed instantly, and, and by the love being applied, it, it changed him, and the aggression went away. And, you know, this is the power of every individual, what we have, by not, not reacting to the situation with the same, but coming from that higher place of love or, or conscious way that you may have. And, and there are so many tools and different ways that that we can do this and each one uh, like what lee said earlier today you know we have six billion upon the planet they are all all going through different unique processes and there are so many tools that at any given time in their process they can employ and and utilize so how many tools do we have? yeah and is it fair to say that, you know, no two souls are... Yeah. Oh, we're back. Yeah. yeah, we're back. I could still hear you when our video went out. So that was... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what we were saying as well much earlier about, uh, you know, truth expanding as well, it's, it's to say also that Christ consciousness is, is expanding as well. And uh, because nothing stays the same, nothing is static. Um, um, so it's, it's, it's an interesting platform. Um, when, when we were talking about, you know, this, this period of the, the 2012, my understanding was that the powers that were the, the, you know, the fallen angels, they had these certain technologies like, I mean, I heard David Wilcox, you know, and they, they used things like, um, I think it was called the looking glass or something that they could actually see the future. Okay. But it, from that 2012 period from there onwards, they could, they couldn't foresee the future anymore. They only saw a bright light. So for me, that was the end of the Gregorian uh, manipulative, genocidic, parasitic calendar. And then it was my understanding, um, because having looked at the Mayan calendars, where was that the reintroduction of the the lunar, the lunar calendar? Um, is this any of these? Is there any? Um, I don't know. Is there any truth in all this, or is it just just the story behind it? Well, what I like to say is the truth in it again. What I'll go back, and, and it's connected to what I said earlier with AI and the technology. Yeah. Let's say yes, they did. They right. were able to go, but they were only able to go within the fourth dimensional timeline okay. possible. 
and, and they were doing some interstellar travel uh, within time or space. But again, it was only done within the fourth dimensional space. So they were transversing back and forth the universe, if you will, in the fourth dimensional universe with wormholes, um, uh, time, time travel. Yes, that was all very real. And what did occur uh, in November 18th to the 23rd, by the 23rd of November in the linear year 2012, that is when their time uh, travel was shut down. But what occurred is that there was a beautiful divine mix before it was completely shut down that they were getting false timelines that they didn't know of. And yeah. it was allowed to occur because these false timelines then befuddled them in the now with their tactics and, and they become confused themselves like a dog. Uh, chasing their tail, and they were uh, oblivious to what had actually transpired. So it gave a short reprieve, as you will, for the adjustment of space and time and acclimatization also um, for uh, humanity entering fully that fourth dimensional space. So there was a chaotic uh, thing with that, and later yes then their time travel also became cut off that this planet the earth uh was in quarantine that no other uh interdimensional uh ets could also enter so above the planet there is currently and since that time uh, there are many ships uh that are above the planet in a multi-dimensional space but also assuring the planet's under quarantine if you will because it's ascending and it's divinely assured and this is just some of the measures that are taken uh, from the higher scale as well and in the realities no darkness can can escape but upon the planet it's essential that some of the remnants of the darkness is also here for it delivers a comparison for a choice. Without that, you would also not have the choice to evolve humanity into the civilized place out of the savagery. So they do play a pivotal role to that effect at propelling uh, humanity forward to making the choice. And when we go back, when we look at upon the planet now, yes, there is still evil here, but they have no choice but to comply with the divine plan. So everything that they do actually serves the ascension. And it become, it makes it more obvious when you look at inflation and those sort of things. Those are actually allowed to occur and to even strip ones of material wealth, the divine ones that need to be, so that they get incentivized with their divine mission. And also uh, on the wide scale with worldwide inflation and, and what have you, and, and this pressure with it, which is compressing uh, humanity, you know, there, there comes a point 
that they say, you know, this is wrong. And, and mm. this is where DPMS comes in. It is the venting unit, but it's also the new reality being created. So once they become compressed enough, they got to make a choice. And then they change their focus in their direction. And by doing that, GPMS is the venting vehicle, but also the supporting vehicle, but also the eureka moment. And mm. you know, they're saying, oh, yes, this is it. You know, I knew something was wrong. Now this all makes sense. And, and yeah. I mean, and also, that's it's been a, a path with that, you know, with GPMS. We've been uh, uh, two years uh, with that out almost. And uh, my anticipations from the human consciousness, Rick, here is uh, I, it was, I thought it was going to happen very quickly. And, and one of the reasons I did, because in uh, December, of 2020 it's when father said rick father prime creator aspect father aspect said it's time to put out publicly the gpms divine construct uh out and uh, you know as soon as he said that i said okay this is go time right you know to put it out because simply what gpms is as i said it's so logical and it's so irresistible that it should have, what Rick would think, it should have went viral immediately. Yet it was contained divinely because it is such a powerful divine instrument. Really what you have with GPMS, it's an entire unprecedented new world of everything. It's the Garden of Eden, the not the Garden of Eden, it's the heaven on earth scenario you know so this is it's it's priceless for what it is and uh with the transitioning of humanity uh which is happening very quickly it is divinely regulated by other forces as well it yeah. is one of the reasons why it has not been instantaneous yet or viral but um over the course of the last two weeks, just to share with everyone, uh, there is a backload of agreements. The website has not been operational really for about two weeks now, but since that time, there's a huge backload influx of agreements to come in. And uh, I like to say in a very good way, I believe this could be the catalyst uh, the explosive catalyst for this to go viral. And having said that, when it goes viral, uh, because the majority co-creators are in alignment with this new reality and also supporting it, it brings it to fruition very quickly. And having said that, that is also why perhaps in six months or even less or a year that there is going to be that first genuine benevolent contact upon the planet because yeah. things can happen so yeah, I mean I mean I was very uh, spontaneous uh, for me it was a non-brainer um, it, 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 it felt so right to put my signature down it wasn't yeah. like I need to think think it over 
the the thing for me was you know having spent time with with Lee and also because I I I'd seen a few interviews um, where Lee's just talking and I'm like wow this this guy's amazing and then I mean I'd heard of yourself as well Rick and um, but it was through Lee I thought the two of you I mean you're the co-founders if you like and um, and so privileged to be in both of your companies it's and I said to Lee last time and and I'm saying it to you now as well each time I spend time with you and I go away I feel lifted you know and so I'm 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 in gratitude all the time and I think that's the very fabric that's the very foundation that supports any construction because if your foundation is weak doesn't matter what's about there it's just a little bit of an earthquake it's just going to crumble down but and i'd like to say you know in respect to that it's divinely insured as well so with gpms we're compiling the divine designations of those that are to be let's say speakers and representations for the people so you know we're comprising this uh administrative council for the planet, if you will, as we speak. And, you know, there are many light leaders that needs to be part of this unity, but there's also that process with them. We've had, you know, some come in, but boom, uh, they would get rejected because they had to do further uh, clearing to come back in, but they come back in later. So it sets off an individual process with ones as well and it is beautiful and uh you know we have perhaps uh active guardians custodians of this right now you know i cannot put a number on it but uh, but there are still relatively few because we're in that process of getting uh, these other compatible divine comrades in here with this one focus. And uh, and also instantly, you know, this can occur. If we look at examples of abrupt awakening, awakenings that one's had, you know, this shows you that poof, instantly it is also possible. But we are very close to, to that. And you know, I always uh, look at indicators and gauges, and I'm seeing it come more and more together. There's like the base had to be formed, uh, the foundation, and then as more are ready to come in, so we have this uh, widening curve as we go forward. And, and again, it, it's divinely regulated and timed beyond us, um, you know, to that respect. So... We have to be accountable and responsible, uh, but also appreciating that it is divinely regulated because what we're dealing here with is an entire new reality. And there is that transitioning into the existence in the that real at this time, in the least that it is the option, it is the choice for all of humanity. It's interesting to see that, um, because I was looking at when your system was 
not down, shall we say, um, the map of the majority, the, the higher percentage of people who've shown a lot of interest in GPSM, um, you know, was like coming from Thailand. It's, it's marvelous to see that as well. Um, I think it's going in that order, isn't it? Thailand, and then I think then it's the USA. Um, do, do you think there there is a reason why? Do you, do you think on a on a global basis? Do you think that certain areas on the planet um, is 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 there a is there a reason why that's happening, or hence why in Thailand as well at the moment, or? I wish to speak to this, but uh, Barrett, I, I just got to use the washroom. I'll be right back. So I'm just putting uh, my camera off and uh, play some music, whatever you wish, please. I will okay. put the music up so we can chill out a bit. Yeah, thanks. just repeat itself. Can't hear you, brother. You got you're muted. 
Ah, excellent. Here we there are. you are. <laughs> We're back again. Yeah, no, I've just, you know, um, just saying about um, the GPS situation where you, you no doubt you will get um, the site up and running in due course and um, people can go back to the to the site and and further their um, you know interest in reading up more about it um, you know um, yeah when we get it up uh, again and uh, and running and that should be shortly and uh, so having said that uh, so you mentioned you know like Thailand with GPMS uh, one of the reasons why I feel with Thailand is because, you know, you're looking at an ancient uh, culture as well. And, you know, during the, the test of time, they have had the experience and also knowing, you know, if we look at their currency, how it was devalued uh, as well against other world currencies and, all of these little indicators and, and things with that. But also with Thailand, what we find, you know, my uh, observations is that they're in their heart more so as well. Yeah. And, and this is so important because they are still community with that. And when you compare, let's say, uh, the east uh to the western world which is relatively new but it's been more uh uh indoctrinated and controlled and also the selfishness that comes with us and you know when we look at the u.s uh, the way it's been they have been conditioned and indoctrined uh was to be successful focused on the self you know being there and make the most money and and keeping up with the Joneses, if you will, always in that competitive, selfish state, which is quite the reverse of Thailand. However, having said this, again, because the U.S. plays, you know, the instrumental role in uh, the entire ascension and uh, the Great Awakening and everything, you know, despite despite all of that intense conditioning and docu uh, indoctrination, they are second on this map, uh, if you will, with GPMS. So using that as an indicator as well, we're, we're seeing the breakthrough with the realization. Uh, and we, we need to look at this on a macro scale with all of the U.S., taking what you see as the micro, but which is affecting the macro in there. But not to complicate it, there are so many variable divine instruments that are playing out in the U.S. And again, it's instrumental for when we look at the Western world and what it represented, what it represented, uh, especially in the capitalistic savage uh, society and world, you know, it was at the top, but it was also as far as the darkness could go, uh, you know, with their agendas and principles. So at that point, then you see the, 
the huge disharmony and the implosion of the U.S. because that was the biggest bully, if you will, upon the planet at that time. And, you know, it's not saying the people, but it's saying that uh, that government, what they had had there in, in the actual evil, of course, uh, connected to UK and Vatican and these things. But I don't wish to go into that. But it, it becomes so significant that the first domino, you know, to fall, and I was given this by father was the u.s and that sets off the chain reaction but we're already seeing that occurring as we speak but the beauty of this when we look at the u.s when we look at the 2016 uh election of trump at that time trump would not have got into office i need to say it was divinely assured by the light that he did get in and let's say uh some uh switches were flipped that also bewildered the darkness because they had it all staged and orchestrated to win uh beyond any doubt and let me say they were flabbergasted they did not realize what actually happened but at that time trump was supported to do this and also to facilitate a certain space and time uh, to facilitate this overall ascension. And uh, I, I'm, I'm just evaluating how deep I want to get into that. And really, I don't want to go very far with it. But uh, having said this, um, it's very also very beautiful because out of the U.S., where they are second in line uh, to Thailand, this is a huge, um, being prepared, a huge contribution to GPMS once they are in alignment. They're presently going, you have so many good souls that are, that are presently, let's say, looking for the remedy within their system. But during the course of that process, they are coming to a quick realization that the remedy is not in there. There is no way they can patch the old system, but also the old system does not serve, for at its core, it is rotten. And this alignment, but they need to go through that to see it. The same sort of thing has been happening in Canada, and you've got let's say, many levels of consciousness that are groups in these countries, but they have to go through that course of trial and error for themselves to have the experience that the old doesn't work and there's no way you can fix it. So this is also some of the patience and the waiting that GPMS has has to have with that and it has to be that course because also when you look at the u.s uh there are so many witnesses there that what doesn't work but the beauty of this on the other side when they all come in poof when they come into gpms you know it's all done worldwide and and what i love with this when you look at the patriots and uh you know all of these they are prepared. They believe 
you know, in Christ, in God. They just did not recognize uh, the deliverance that is here, that providence is at their fingertips, if you will. But they need to go through their course, but they're ready, you know, at any time. And and this is the beauty of it. So they're prepared. They just fully uh, have not seen GPMS yet divinely or do not know of it, these big scales, but they're uh, big, big groups, but they're in the process of doing this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lee, Lee was saying also the fact that uh, India is beginning to show itself as well, and, and Africa. Um, so it's, it's, it's exciting. It's and and recently, uh, Philippines is ready to come in, so we have a huge backlog here. And, you know, with numbers, uh, it's not only the numbers. I mean, you have souls that comprise these numbers. Every number is representative of a soul that made the choice. And this is a huge energetic vehicle. And, And also, you know, in both ways, because every soul that comes into GPMS their intentions is good intentions to create this new world. And that has a huge exponential energetic effect again. So we have so many that are ready to come in it in alignment. And uh, so we're very happy with that. But, uh, you know, for ones in the U.S. getting back, you know, that was as far as uh, the old way could go with the U.S. So it has to crumble first, and and, and that's what's occurring with that. And, yeah. again, we're, we have so many beautiful, powerful, uh, divine ones that are oriented to come out of there yet. We already have some, but, again, ones are going through their uh, courses of... Uh, you know, discerning at what's right and wrong, what's their options and, and all of this. So there is that process still playing out in the U.S. and Canada uh, as well. You know, if we look at Canada, there's some there with different groups. You know, they're looking at their constitutions or looking at laws, but it's all part of their process. And at the end of the day, you know, they come to find out the real truth, how none of the laws of that judicial system they have worldwide are actually supportive of the people. But they need to go through this discernment process and experience to understand, you know, the constitutions are directly tied to the old judicial system and controlled absolutely by that, that there is actually no... Uh, impartiality within any of that uh, judicial structure they have worldwide. The whole thing has to come down because it is not impartial. It is not fair. And it and it's, at its core, it's also designed to diminish the individual, not uplift. So it's not in alignment with humanity at all. It's designed to suppress, oppress, dissuade, uh, you know, even inflict harm. and But they need to go through that. And one of the things I wish to say, in reality, no one upon the planet even needs a constitution. 
if, if you think you need a constitution to protect you, then that's showing there's something very wrong with the world that would require that. So simply, you don't need that. And, and like Lee says, you know, we have everything within here. If you walk in to your friend's house or anyone's house, you don't need the rules written on the door how to behave. You know to have respect and appreciation with it. And that's it in, in the nutshell, if you will. It's been absolutely marvelous, Rick, being in your beautiful company. Uh, thank you, brother. Yours as well. It's been well, great. It's um, been pretty long, this one, huh? Two hours. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, you know, in the, in the future, I mean, we, we, we could have Lee here as well. Uh, I'll do one-on-one -on -one and, you know, it'll be sort of, we could do this, you know, every fortnight or every week. See how we feel, you know, if we feel... We feel like it, we do it. If we don't feel like it, we don't do it. It's, there's, there's no pressure. We're just going with the flow. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm certainly truly excited about um, what, what you guys have been doing with the Global People's Monetary System. And uh, like I said, I, I, it was a spontaneous yes from me. Um, and I look forward in participating and growing and becoming more and being part of this great wave and i'd like to thank you again for showing up here and no doubt it will be the start of many and in the meantime i wish everybody who's been listening to us as well you know much love blessings gratitude and i'll just leave it with maybe a, a few words that you want to say to everyone and and well, before we off. I'll say much gratitude to you as well, Baird, brother, and divine comrade, of course. Yeah, and we'll see what uh, occurs in the future. Uh, but for everyone, have no fear. Uh, the ascension is guaranteed, what I need to say. And with this, uh, there is no death for who this resonates with. So, you know, if a loved one or something goes, that is not the end. And we are in great, uh, great change. So, so know that. Have no fear and, uh, you know, be comfortable in your beliefs, in your trust, and, and in your faith. And uh, the world is changing very quickly. And everyone needs to play the role and step up to be part of this whole so we get it done. So with that, uh, I suggest no procrastination. Uh, with uh, GPMS and with the Ascension. It, it's all intertwined. It, it's all one. So uh, on your individual journeys, again, look at everything as a test to you. There is no bad. Look at it as a tenth, uh, test and, and begin to prospect it in different ways and apply whatever tools you may have and it's so important the unity where two or more comes together uh, as Barrett said you're more apt to get the solution and the remedy quicker so keep a full open mind to that and it's a very important and uh, you'll find it much easier to navigate uh, through these very quickening timelines in the least
So having said that, love and light, brother, and we'll speak soon, and it'll be great to see you and Lee on there. You bet. Love, light, and gratitude, and peace worldwide. We got the solution. <laughs> Much love, brother. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Much love. Bye-bye.